We are back, baby. We are back. We are back. Classic. We are back. That's we right. are back. We are getting a Danny Stutzman. Back. Well, if you're just jumping in the car, just listening for the day, just tuning in for the first time, you've been on the moon for the last, I don't know what, six hours or so. Danny Stutzman has announced with the video, as you can all expect, that he, in his words, I'm not blanking leaving. <laughs> so uh, Stutzman's coming back, going to play in the bowl game, going to start practicing. And, yeah, it's uh, exciting times for Oklahoma football. Yeah, I had a uh, Billy Bowman open as well. Uh, that we haven't played yet. I guess I can do that here. Uh, because Billy Bowman's coming back as well, announced it on Friday. I know how yeah. you're feeling right now. Stop it, stop it, don't do that. I'm here for you. <laughs> don't do that, you're gonna get me killed. Out of here. Oh, Billy. <laughs> can you name that movie? That's Jim Carrey, in case you didn't know. <laughs> what movie is that? That's the cable guy. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Oh, good. Stuff. So we got the hangover and the cable guy to celebrate the news that uh, Bowman and Stutzman are coming back. But no, I mean, everyone was happy on Friday night. That kind of came out of nowhere. So started to get texts like, hey, Billy Bowman just released a graphic that he's coming back. Like, Heck yeah, let's go. That made you feel good about next year. And then today it started with a, an Instagram photo of an empty locker. Then the speculation began. Is Danny toying with us? Is that actually someone else's locker? Is that Dylan Gabriel's locker and he's just saying that he's bummed that he's not there anymore? Well, apparently Danny showed up today for a lift. They had cleaned out his locker because he wasn't at practice maybe late last week. They thought he had already declared for the draft. He said, come on, put my stuff back in my locker. Let's go. I'm coming back. Yeah. And then he releases it right around noon today. It's, yeah, well, um, it, it, it's created an excitement on social media and the text line today that it's pretty easy to feel, man. Everyone's really jacked up about this one. And we um, led the show with it today. Baker coming back was big. That was more about the Big 12 giving him that extra year. But in terms of players that really had an opportunity to go to the draft and be drafted pretty high, Bowman and Stutzman coming back, I haven't felt excitement like that for players coming back than – Probably when Sam, Trent Williams, and Jermaine Gresham all came back for uh, the 2009 season. Yeah. So it's, yep. Feels that big. Um, I, it is. I mean, it's it's it, the the situation surrounding it. I think is is why it's so big. You know the the fact that you know the transfer portal and what the transfer portal has done is it's given us some band-aids here as we try and regroup and replenish our our recruiting and and what our roster looks like but what that does is it it leaves you with you know a bunch of vacated spots and very little experience left on a roster to where you're just sitting there hoping transfer portal you can bring in a bunch of guys that have played a bunch of football that can hopefully get your system quickly and this helps you bridge that gap a little bit both of these guys are recruited players here where 
you know, they, they've played a bunch of football. They've been through uh, two different staffs now, and they're the most experienced players, and they're the best players at their level on the defense. And, like, you, honestly, I don't know. I don't even know how to guess at what our defense would look like next year without those two guys. It's a total game changer. I know. Steve just texted. Steve Stutzman. Danny calling me the LeVar Ball of college football is total disrespect. (laughs) (laughs) No LeVar Ball uh, situations going on here. Uh, Steve has never talked about what he did against former pro athletes when they matched up like LeVar did every single opportunity he got. I I don't know. Have you ever heard – has Steve Stutzman ever talked extensively about how he potty trained uh, Danny? No, but I'm sure if we asked him, he'd tell us. That's for sure. didn't he say he had all his boys potty trained at like I had all my boys old? potty trained at three months old. Skip. Come on, Skip. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Well, you know, it, it's exciting to think about this as well, just what it means for the team coming back. But was there anybody on this year's team that improved as much from year to year as Stutzman did? If there is an answer, like Danny's at least at the top of that list, right, or, or near the top of the list. How might uh, how might how much better might he get now in a year's time after coming back another year with this defense? Well, as long as he stays really hungry to improve, then I I think you should be able to see just as big a leap forward as we saw from last year to this year. Um, you know, and, and I know he he definitely had the ability to go play in the NFL this year, but. I personally still think that there's a bunch of stuff that, that he can really work on. And one of the, like, if I was to circle the main thing, it, obviously you have to continue to be more comfortable in the defense to know it better and better to where you can obviously start to focus your attention on what's happening to you out there from the offense. But, you know, he's a big guy. He's a tall guy. He's six four. And he gets he gets blockers at the second level into his chest quite a bit, and you know pad level is the most difficult thing to learn and to to play with consistency, and especially if you're one of those taller guys. And if he can work on that and get that to where he plays with great pad level consistently throughout a football game, I mean that will that'll totally change the way he plays. All right, that'll be the biggest leap that he would ever make. Yeah. And I think he can do it. 430 says uh, Billy Bowman and Gentry Williams made significant strides. Maybe Andrew Rame. Uh, yeah, I just, I just think Danny Stutzman, more than most people on the team, made individual strides that were incredible over the past year. But it, it maybe this is a bit of a reach, but I, I, I'm going to try it, okay, on Danny Stutzman and Billy Bowman coming back because – we know what the narrative of OU's defense and the conference that they've been at, what, what that's been like over the course of the past decade, right? H- has it been strong? And maybe that's had an impact on defensive recruiting. I don't know, but I got to think that OU bringing back two recognizable players like Stutzman and Bowman. Stutzman will be mentioned throughout the entire offseason in terms of best backers in the game. Uh, same thing for Bowman when we're talking about defensive backs. I don't think in any way that totally changes the perception of OU's defense. That comes with results, right? Mm-hmm. But having two recognizable players and maybe 
two of the more recognizable players in college football on the defensive side wearing OU uniforms next year, I think that that can really start to change the perception of Oklahoma defensively. And where I do you see so. I don't where do you see the payoff in that? Do you see that in recruiting? Do you see that in portal help? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a couple of areas, but things like like having two players going into the year that people know are bona fide dudes, I I think everything matters, and I think that that could help with that. Yeah, it definitely could help. Here's the thing, though. I there, there's Bowman and Stutzman played really well throughout this season, and and really past seasons as well. I mean in the Big 12, really well-known guys. I'm curious, like, how that translates to the SEC because I think there could be no bigger benefit to Oklahoma and, like, what people think of us around here and think of the defense than those two guys going out and performing really well against the big opponents in Oklahoma's inaugural season in the SEC. Like that alone will have the biggest impact because whether it's true or not, you know this, how we perform in the SEC is like, if we go out and are not like we're a middle-of-the-road team, well, then the narrative will be, well, yeah, all those good players that you have are just, you know, they're average guys in the, in the SEC. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. So – Nothing's gonna. Nothing will ever be as important or sway people like going out and playing the big dogs that everyone measures themselves against, and performing really well in front of the masses in prime time. Oh yeah, that's it. And, and there's such a big payoff for busting the door down in year one, and winning ten plus games, and maybe playing for or winning an SEC championship. Right. The benefits yeah. for that and the narrative that. You can have as a program if you go into that league right away and beat those teams. There, there, there's a, that's a lot to sell right there. And having these two guys coming back helps your chances of kicking down the door. Uh, it, it helps it out immensely. It helps yeah. it out a lot. Nope. Just there the is production. No doubt. I mean, we, we talk about their individual production and their leadership, but I, I just think the guys around them, and we've seen that. We, we've seen life with. Billy Bowman and life without Billy Bowman at times last year, everything's just it's a way, smoother operation in the back end of the defense when he's there. At least it feels that way. And yeah. I think with whoever's playing alongside Danny as well, I think that their play is elevated a bit when you know you got 28 standing next to you. It just, it just helps out everything. Yep, it has to be. There's no doubt uh, 100% elevated. It's going to help everyone out, help the defensive line out, help the secondary. It all works together. It's um, it's a it's a balance between all three levels defensively, and you know it, it, it all starts up front. No matter no matter what, the better the the defensive line is, the better the linebacker is going to play, and the better the the front seven plays, the better secondary is going to play. But there's no doubt that experience at the backer level can help the defensive line tremendously just in the communication aspect of things getting getting the call out and uh communicated properly quickly you know 80 times a game without a mistake i mean that's it's very difficult to do and it takes years of experience to be able to do it and do it well and 
that's where Stutzman, you know, is. I mean, that's going to be a big impact that isn't necessarily felt. Like the box score stuff is where everyone's going to look. How many tackles, uh, how many tackles for loss, all of those things. But, you know, those other parts are probably just as important for the overall play of the defense. Yeah, 405-651-3439 is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. And, and real quick, this is just kind of – Cruton news, um, but Dylan Raiola is the number two overall player, according to 24-7 Sports, the number one quarterback in this recruiting class. Um, apparently, Nebraska is making a late push on Dylan Raiola, and Steve Wiltfong has crystal-balled him to flip from Georgia to Nebraska. So I can't imagine wow. the dollar amount on that late push to get Dylan Raiola from Nebraska. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, maybe well, you got a Shohei Otani deal, ten years, seven hundred million. I mean, that's now who reported that? Steve Wiltfong. They called it uh, Fong. He got Fong to Nebraska. That's how they say it. Yeah. Wow. Probably the lead national uh, recruiting reporter. He's put in a prediction for Riola to Nebraska. Dang. That'd Dang. Be, that'd What's be, crazy that'd, that'd about that? That'd be the biggest is... get for Nebraska recruiting in. God, I don't. Doctor Tom was still there. Probably the last time they've got player this caliber and i wonder what's happened there because you the riola family moved to georgia so he could play there at a, at at a, high, a I don't know where high school buford yeah. georgia it's a powerhouse man it's insane now i wonder if like georgia soured on him a little bit i, I who knows i mean carson beck obviously is a factor there as well but uh, nebraska maybe it just became painfully obvious how much they need, uh, you know, legit quarterback play. So, wow, that's Man. huge news. Number one quarterback, according to 24-7. Matt Rule might have his guy. Um, so, back back to the uh, OU defense, though, before we hit a break here. It is, it is setting up, and, and they've got to get portal help on the defensive line. Chris McClellan from Florida is probably who we're talking about the most right now that's currently in the portal. But – I feel, I feel good about the secondary as a whole. Got to find that other corner spot, right? But safety and corner I think will be good. Uh, backer I think will be better, good next year. If if you can get interior defensive line help, and I know that that's a big if, man, but if that can happen and if that can be solid, then maybe we're talking about the best OU defense that they've had in, in, in a decade or so. I mean, yeah. the, the opportunity is there now with Stutzman and Billy Bowman coming back. Yeah, well, I mean, it it gives us a leap forward for next year that, you know, as I've kind of said all day, you can't really even put a uh, – you can't put a number on it. You, you just can't pay for – you just can't get the experience out of the portal like guys who grew up in the system – I mean, they're as much leaders culturally within the program as they are out there on the field. I mean, it's it's super important just all the way around. All right, quick timeout. Final hour of the rush rolls on. Keep hitting the text line, 651 651- 
888-900-3439. A true Sooner fan wouldn't be caught dead without the KREF app. Join the Army. Get the app. Tell your friends. This is The Ref, where diehard Sooner fans listen. Take a walk on the wild side with Brahms' new spicy pimento bacon cheeseburger. This bacon cheeseburger adds southern flair to a classic. Featuring Brahms' pimento cheese piled high on a juicy hamburger patty with jalapenos and crispy hickory smoked bacon. Throw in a slice of American cheese to melt everything together for dreamy, cheesy goodness in every bite. Stop wasting time and go get Brahms' new spicy pimento bacon cheeseburger. Nothing's better than Brahms. Does your banker know your business, the challenges you face, and what makes you unique? At Armstrong Bank, we're dedicated to understanding your business and working alongside you. A true partnership is more than financial transactions. It's support, trust, and attention. This is how we make businesses stronger. Armstrong Bank. Strength runs in our family. Contact our knowledgeable bankers to open your business account. Member FDIC. The new and improved mobile app and online banking platform is now available at OU Federal Credit Union. Register for access by clicking New to Online Banking at OUFCU.com or the OUFCU mobile app. Experience enhanced features such as email and text message alerts, single sign-on functionality for all features, internal and external transfers, and more. That's all from OU Federal Credit Union, 2000 West Lindsay, OUFCU.com, or call 405-325-2211 today. Mike Steely here for Lasher Home Comfort Systems, your trusted home comfort experts in the Oklahoma City metro area. Tim Lasher and his team have more than 130 years of combined experience. They recognize a significant number of homeowners live with inadequate home comfort systems. They specialize in diagnosing your home system issues while providing more efficiency and reducing your utility costs. As an authorized dealer of American Standard, Tim can service your residence or business. Call Tim and his team at 405 405- 579-3113. Lasher Home Comfort Systems. This holiday season, remember that local businesses make our community unique and our economy thrive. When you shop local, it creates more jobs and you are supporting businesses that donate more to charities than non-local owners. Let's let our Norman and more business neighbors know we appreciate them by showing up and supporting those businesses that give back to our community. Be sure to visit Cayman's, Cadoodles, Signature Pool and Patio, Maeve, Correct Techniques, and JR's Barbecue Supply Co. Shop smart and shop local this holiday season. While serving in Iraq, our vehicle was hit. They didn't think I was going to make it. I'm Latoya Lucas, and I'm a veteran. I had to learn to live with the scars, both visible and invisible. DAV helps veterans like Latoya get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. My victory is overcoming my wounds so I can help other veterans. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. At Wade Electric, we care about our community. We care because we live, work, and raise our families here. We take pride in our work because not only is it a reflection of us, but it's a reflection of our community as well. Wade Electric has been serving Oklahoma since 1969. Whether it's a remodel or new construction, our qualified installers can help. Don't do it yourself. Leave it to the experts at Wade Electric. Call 405-329-1940 to speak with our trusted professionals. 
I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. Shop with us for that special gift to make the season shiny and bright. We have items in stock for every style and budget. Darling E. Newton bracelets starting at just $16. Gemstone and paperclip necklaces under $200. Michelle watches starting under $400. And of course, they share space with the luxurious offerings of Bahan, our hand-selected diamonds, and our newest collection of -of one-of-a-kind gemstone designs. Mitchell's Jewelry in the heart of Norman at 2201 West Main Street. He went up there to go work out, and uh, the, uh, the, st- the equipment staff emptied his locker. He's like, what the heck, man? I mean, he, he was t- he's like, he emptied my locker. And uh, he goes, man, I- I'm coming here for a lift. I haven't said anything yet. They're like, well, you weren't at practice. We just thought you are gone. So he's like, put my stuff back. I got a lift. So he, t- so he took a picture of his locker and put a little sad face. And, it, you know, hey, just to say that Danny doesn't know what, what he's doing is an understatement. He knows exactly what he's doing when he does some of that stuff. So I think it's funny that uh, you get more UT fans uh, uh, commenting on his stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm like, man, are you kidding me? You, you guys are playing, you know, got a chance to win. And you're, you're worried about what Danny Stutzman's doing. I think yeah. it's just funny. There's Steve Stutzman. On the ref earlier today with Parker and Steely talking about uh, many things. Danny coming back, the posted uh, photo of the empty locker today. That's what Steve was commenting on there. Very, very good day that uh, Danny Stutzman, Billy Bowman are coming back. It has not changed the line on the game between OU and Arizona on the 28th, but I feel like it's going to. I, I think by now, betters were out of the gate pretty quickly on some of these bowl games. Now everyone is, yeah, I'm going to wait to see who's actually playing in these games, and then we'll throw money down accordingly. That's kind of the right way to handle these bowl situations with so many opting out, including Notre Dame's quarterback Sam Hartman today opting out of their bowl game. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, I <laughs> It's hard to know. I I would imagine what the big tackle from Arizona opted out, but On Friday. Other than that, it's probably going to be very few and far between for a team like Arizona, who's got the opportunity that they've got to play Oklahoma in a bowl game. It's been a quite a while since they've played in a bowl game. A lot of guys on that team were what one and eleven two years ago. So, I imagine those guys are going to be super excited. Probably not going to be a bunch of opt-outs there. And, you know, it feels like for the most part we're probably through the real meat and potatoes of the transfer portal with our football team. That may change after the bowl game. but Or post-spring. Um, I feel like post-spring, post-spring probably like you would more see likely. The, yeah, see the most movement, right? But in terms of contributors, I think you're pretty set. Like the only surprise has been – only surprise has been Dalen Smothers, I, I feel like. Yeah, and even he didn't he go home at one point during training camp. So not that well, you would have projected that he got in the portal based on that, but at least there was kind of a you know a, a, a history of something there. But it's the the portals thus far, and, and OU is going to add several more names, but it's worked out all right up to this point for sure. You got Des Malone, the corner out of San Diego State. You got an offensive lineman uh, from Michigan State, Spencer Brown. They're in on Chris McClellan, the defensive tackle from Owasso, was at Florida this past year. Uh, they're in on a couple of running backs, one out of South Carolina, and um, which I think his dad, Mario Anderson Jr.'s dad, 
prefers OU to be the landing spot because some South Carolina fan was talking smack on Mario Anderson. We rescued him from Division Two, and this is how he treats us. Mario Anderson's dad, with some uh, four-letter words, told the guy, I hope he's at OU next year so he can wreck South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. What a... Uh... What a scenario that just played out. How about that? (laughs) Mario Anderson Jr., his top four schools, OU, USC, Memphis, and Cal. Okay. OU's going to get a running back. We'll just just see which one. Jalen Conyers, who we talked about on Friday, uh, he committed to Texas Tech over the weekend. The tight end out of Arizona State. Surprised by that? I mean, seeing... It's kind of where he's from. Um, I know. I guess not. Not too shocked about that. Yeah, I guess I. I don't know. And, and maybe just kind of like we're talking, the portal stuff is a lot of it's going to fire up perhaps after the bowl bowl games uh, get underway before you see some of the the really good players jump in. If if they do jump in, and I, I don't know what it all looks like to be honest with you. I don't. I don't really check in to see who all's in and, and not until people start reporting that there's some interest with Oklahoma. But, I mean, I, I guess we don't have to have a transfer tied in, but, man, that's one of the positions that you really highlight and, and, and feel like we need instant impact players right away. Yeah, you can maneuver your way around offensively with different personnel packages and and formations and, and different you know body types playing some different uh, spots but it would really be nice to have a a group of tight ends that kind of give you a little bit different thing with each guy you'd love to have a athlete that you can split out or move you'd love to have an inline guy that's a a hand down tight end and then you'd love to have like a fullback type that is a a guy you can line up in the backfield so you really in my opinion it's best if you had three guys at least that fit each one of those roles and right now i don't know necessarily who we have at any of those roles yeah there's there's some there's a little bit of potential there and but you just Nothing that you feel comfortable going into spring ball with. Uh, for the 580, if other linebackers improve like Stutzman, going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Who's the who's the biggest candidate for that? Kip Lewis. Just, I don't know. It, it'd be hard for me to not. I, I still think Kanick has so much room to grow. All those guys do, but. Kip Lewis just seems like he's on a really good track right now to turn into yeah. a, a really nice season next year. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, he's got he's got some growing to do physically, um, developmentally. He he is the best on our team. He may be he may be the best tackler, and I'm saying in all all positions if you can. You talk about out in space, in the box, uh, you know, speed to be able to run guys down. If you all inclusive, he may be the best tackler, but 
he lags behind in understanding of the defense. Right? Instincts, excellent. Probably the best instinctual guy uh, in the linebacker room as well. But he's light. Um, you know, it doesn't show up. He doesn't get knocked around out there. He's a knockback tackler, but, you know, he could put on 15 pounds. Now, it's not all going to happen at once, but he needs to put on weight, and he needs to have a much better understanding of the defense. Seven one three. getting both back is big time, and especially with McCullough and Edge Guy's development, need interior linemen to keep them clean. Any word on Harrington, Redshirt, and Woody? I think, I think Woody's gone um, next year. Harrington, Redshirt. The the problem with that is, it seems like he should get a hardship from the NCAA and get one more year, right? But how many yeah. times have we seen something that looks like a no brainer in an easy layup? And it's the NCAA. Not only do they rule the wrong way, but it takes them an incredible amount of time to get a decision out. Right. But I would guess Harrington gets another year. I mean, that's that's just a guess with the NCAA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you never know. I I would I would guess that he gets it. I mean, it, it would not be the first time we've seen a bunch of guys get it. Um, you know, multiple medicals. So. I guess I would kind of be shocked if he didn't get it. But the extra question is, does he? if he gets that extra year of eligibility, does he spend it at Oklahoma? I mean, that's the other part of that, you know? Sure. No, that's, that's, that's fair. Um, I'm looking at a story right now, college football winners and losers of the 2023 season. And before I read the list, does anyone immediately come to mind to you when I say college football loser for this year? Is this like individual? Is this team? Is this yes? All of that. All of it. Loser. Um, well, one of the first that comes to mind would be like USC, Lincoln, Caleb Williams. USC came to mind for me immediately, and uh, Ryan Day came to mind as Ryan well. Ryan Day. Yeah. He was an eleven and one football team this year. Uh, uh, win- Auburn. <laughs> yeah. Winners. They have Texas. Yeah. To say, like, hey, we'll they actually be back. Winner number two, they had Pac-12 football. And, okay, they made the playoff yeah. for the first time since 2016, but they're going away. So I guess it's kind of how you want to look at it. Yeah, I guess it's it's just – I think that's like a looking back. It's probably – well, for me personally, it's the most entertaining Pac-12 season I've ever witnessed. Uh, another winner, this is a good one, Northwestern's coach, David Braun. Uh, 1-11 the year before, he takes over and he flipped that to a 7-5 and season. Wow. Nicely done. Nicely done. Transfer quarterbacks, three were named finalists for the Heisman this year. Michael Penix, Bo Nix, and Jaden Daniels won the award. SMU listed as a winner. Got off to a 2-2 two and two start, but ended up winning the AAC. Yeah. First conference good. championship since 1984. Good football team, offensively, defensively. Um, that turned out to be a nice win for Oklahoma. New Mexico State listed as a winner. Uh, ten games since the first time they were members of the Border Intercollegiate Athletic Association in 1960. Wow. Their first ten-win season since 1960. Losers were Ryan Day, okay. 
Yeah. USC, so our first two uh-huh. there. Big 12 newcomers, Houston, UCF, and Cincinnati. Yeah. And, and BYU as well. Brutal. Uh, they combined to go 18-30 and 30 and 18-28 and 28 in conference play during their first Big 12 season. Let's not laugh too hard as we're heading to a uh, – a more difficult conference ourselves next year. Arkansas, or as Les Miles once said, Arkansas, listed <laughs> as a loser. Yeah. I mean, they've had some big expectations around there, and the last two years have been regression. Pitt was named a loser. Yeah, they got um, they got beat down by that bad Cincinnati team earlier in the year. Mm. The Blue Bonnet battle, Baylor and TCU were both really bad this year. Uh, UAB was listed as a loser this year, four and eight. UAB's worst season in ten years. How so. about James Madison, who we got all the complaints about them not being, uh, you know, talked about being able NCAA rule where they can't be in the postseason, and all of that conversation, and then they lose that game <laughs> right at the end when they were undefeated. It was the second last uh, game in the yeah. regular season, I think. Yeah. Yeah, kind of funny. There all right, guys. quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. couple of segments remaining. Stay tuned. When you're on the go, you can still get the best and Sooner coverage on the Sports Talk 1400 app powered by OEC Fiber. OEC Fiber brings you the power of high-speed fiber services right to the front door of your home or business. Find out more at OECFiber.com. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno is family-owned and operated, and they take pride in providing a no-pressure, friendly sales process with excellent service. Now you can't beat that. Be sure to check out the lineups for Buick and GMC and get top dollar for your trade. So take a little drive to big savings. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or dorsey-jonesbuickgmc.com. It's that time of the year again, and our guys just wanted to take some time to wish you the best going into the holiday season. Hey, Ref Army, it's Plank and Josh, Plank Platoon, baby, 9 to noon every day. Just want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Hope you get everything you want on your list. What a great year it's been talking football, talking sports with all of you. A very Merry Christmas from us to you. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, Ref Army. Keep up with the Sooners everywhere you go this holiday season with the K-Ref app, the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Moore Norman Technology Center is a leader in workforce development for Oklahoma. High school students involved in technical education show strong graduation rates and are ready for employment in industry, for college, or both. Each year, over 90% of MNTC graduates work in their chosen fields and quickly begin contributing to Oklahoma's tax base. Your MNTC investment continually generates solid returns for your community and for the state. Call 405-801-5000 to learn more about Moore Norman Technology Center elevating our economy. Did you know there's a place where you can get good neighbor service and surprisingly great rates on home and auto insurance? Yep, and that place is, ta-da, State Farm. Here's the deal. State Farm agent Cindy Nasher is your go-to agent in Norman for the service you deserve at the price you want. So stop shopping around. State Farm agent Cindy Nasher has you covered. Call 405-307-0500 for surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. Do you like to stand out in a crowd while wearing the best in OU apparel? 
The Jimmy Austin Pro Shop carries the best brands you can wear to work or even dress up events. Lines such as Lululemon, Travis Matthew, Footjoy, Greg Norman, Grayson, or Turtleson with the OU and Jimmy Austin logo are sure to catch everyone's eye. You don't have to be a golfer to shop at Jimmy Austin. They also do corporate special orders for you and your company. Call them today, 405-325-6716, or visit theougolfclub.com for more information. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of information technology solutions in small and medium-sized organizations. Is your business looking to get more from technology? If so, let RK Black help design a technology platform or cloud solution that propels your business forward. RK Black has helped numerous organizations have better mobility and more efficiencies through technology. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. Purple Wave Auction understands that it takes equipment to help build and maintain roads and bridges, develop land, construct buildings, and so much more. That essential equipment can be found on purplewave.com. Purple Wave Auction is an online, no reserve auction platform selling thousands of pieces of equipment every week. Transparent listings allow buyers and sellers to connect and bid with confidence. Start bidding at purplewave.com. Purple Wave Auction, straight, simple, sold. This holiday season, remember that local businesses make our community unique and our economy thrive. When you shop local, it creates more jobs and you are supporting businesses that donate more to charities than non-local owners. Let's let our Norman and more business neighbors know we appreciate them by showing up and supporting those businesses that give back to our community. Be sure to visit Cayman's, Cadoodles, Signature Pool and Patio, Mave, Correct Techniques, and JR's Barbecue Supply Co. Shop smart and shop local this holiday season. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, 405-651-3439 is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. We talked about winners and losers last segment from the uh, college football season. Gunny of Stutzman Army says, Stutz Army is the winner of the day. A lot of people enlisted in the Stutzman Army earlier today, apparently. A lot of people. Boy. Nobody has to change their name on Twitter now. It's, it's a big deal. No kidding. There was a collective sigh of relief from all of those Stutzman uh, Twitter accounts and social media accounts out there. Nicely done, guys. Another year. Another year. Awesome. An impossible question to ask on December 11th, but I'm going to ask it to you anyway just to okay. see what you say. Uh, just so much to be sorted out with this team and across the country. Where do you think – what's the area where OU will be picked preseason, top 25 rankings? Like where, are we, where are we looking at here? And so much is – so much is about the bowl game and what happens for a lot of these teams. Okay, yeah. At least give me what happens in the bowl game. Jackson Arnold doesn't – I mean, he didn't have like 80% completion, but he plays well. Yeah, he played well. Um, showed some very promising signs. Yeah, made a mistake or two, but man, did you see a couple of those downfield throws he made? And OU wins 38-35 over Arizona. 15-18. to 18. Yeah, someone just texted in 14, so you're kind of right there. I may be – you think I'm too, too low? Like, 
mean, if you finish, if you win the game, they're probably going to finish right around number ten. Like, if you finish the year as a top ten team and you win your bowl game without Dylan Gabriel, I mean, I I don't think you'd fall outside the top fifteen. So maybe I'm a little little too low, but you got to understand how the national media works. If Dylan Gabriel going to Oregon is is going to be viewed as the entire offense is gone and we don't have Dylan Gabriel, so we're not going to be any good. Jeff Levy's gone, the offensive coordinator and, and quarterback from the year before when they were top five offense are both gone. And you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how it's going to be viewed. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. It's just that's just how it's going to be. And, I mean, I could see us falling from where we finish the season hmm. as if we win a fringe top ten team. Someone said, 38 points, we're going to make a field goal? They made two field goals against TCU. Yes, I'll, I'll say that they make a field goal and win 38-35. I, I'm just funny. trying to come uh, with a rough draft of what the preseason poll could look like next year. Um, like Bama wins the national championship. They're probably they're probably your preseason number one team with a quarterback coming back. So Bama's going to be up there. I bet Texas is up there with Quinn Ewers coming back. I, yeah, Texas has been up there before. Um, after a crap year. So Texas will be there. What's the thought on Carson Beck? Is he coming back next year or is he going to the NFL draft? Didn't he announce he's coming back? Georgia will be in the top three then, I think, if he's back. Then you're probably looking at, like, Michigan and Ohio State to maybe round out the rest of the top five. So, like, I think Ole Miss could be ranked high. I won't buy that, but they'll have Jackson Dart coming back. I think OU could be picked closer to the top ten than what you had him at after an 11-win season. Or Oregon, throw yeah. Oregon in there around the top five as well. I, be, I bet they're pre, uh, picked pretty high too. Yeah, well, they definitely could be, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know if we will be. Remember, I, it, we're going to be starting a quarterback that no one really has seen play. But he and, was a former five-star, so people might like that. It's dependent, well, on, it's dependent on his bowl game performance is how people will view him going into the year. That's how it'll be. Well, people around here, but nationally, nationally we are – the days of getting more credit than we deserve are gone. Feels it's, like that. It's gone. Saw that in the uh, bowl assignments this year, unfortunately. So I'm just saying that – like no one is, or very few people outside of around here are going to give any type of bump or anything with Jackson Arnold unless he has an incredible performance in the bowl game, and he may do that. But outside of that, the narrative is going to be, well, Oklahoma, they had a top-five offense, but they lost their uh, offensive coordinator and their quarterback. Marshall in Woodall, Oklahoma. OU will be preseason number 10. Texas will be number two. Yeah. I could, I could definitely see Texas starting the year number two, starting the year after if making we, a playoff. If we, win the, if we win the bowl game, yeah, we'll be in between 10 and 15. Oh, so you're but, bumping it up a few spots now. Okay. 
Well, I said if we win the bowl game, it would be – I probably had us too far back at 15-18 to 18, um, a second ago, and I – I just I don't see us. I don't think we'll be higher than like maybe nine or ten. Anything and, top seven, even top eight. Yeah, I, I I think I think nine or ten is probably where I would go with where where where, uh, where they'll start next year, which will put you like what fifth in the SEC to to start the season, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I I don't I mean. You'll have Alabama and Georgia will be first and second in some order. Texas will probably be third. And then after that, where do you go? Ole Miss is going to get so much ridiculous hype going into next year. And I'm not I'm not going to buy it. I'm not. But no. they'll, they'll, they'll get some ridiculous hype. Especially if they – who do they play? Uh, Penn State in the Peach Bowl? They can win that game. Finished 11-2, and two, New Year's Six champs, quarterback coming back, some pieces on offense. They Sounds like their wide receiver core might be pretty good next year. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. your overrated team to start to going into next year. Okay, so that's four. Who who do you think's five? Uh, that, that's where I think you're looking at Tennessee? it. Um, Oklahoma? Tennessee's got a young quarterback next year. I think you're probably looking at OU in that spot. No LSU, no A&M, no Auburn. We'll see who – if LSU gets someone in the portal, that's really good. Oh, Missouri. Yeah, Missouri too, sure. Golly, that's going to be a good league next year, like every other year. Yeah. Yeah. Going to be wild. And most of those teams that we just listed there, um, well, they're on your schedule. Tennessee, yeah. Miz- I mean, uh, all of them basically, except South Carolina. What's your What's your view right now? And I know we'll, we'll – We'll do this somewhere between probably 150 and 200 times between now and the start of next season. But as we sit right now, not knowing portal stuff, just kind of knowing what we have coming back, knowing most of our schedule, what do you see as your uh, your guess for okay. yeah record? I threw you one impossible question. Now you're going to throw me the other one. That's that's mm-hmm. fair. That's fair. I'd love to go uh, ten and two or eleven and one, but I got to see them. I got to see him play a lot better on the road before I can get there. So I'll um, on December 11th I'll throw out a uh, throw out a nine and three. Look at you! How safe is that? You think Man. nine and three is safe? Well, I mean, kinda. You could go nine and three, and not be anyone ranked in the top ten. But I mean, that's nine and three. Kind of feels like the right answer. It does. It does. Nine and three feels like the right answer right now, and that will not be good enough to make the Southeastern Conference Championship. And it probably won't be good enough to make a playoff. I don't know. I think if it comes down to that last spot between nine and three OU and thirteen and zero Florida State, I think OU would get in under that scenario. Don't you? Nine and three OU after over undefeated Florida State get left out again. It depends. I'm joking. I'm not being serious. Well, in order to be nine and three and get in, you're going to have to beat Alabama. 
There's no way around that. Right? I don't I, I, I wouldn't guess that nine and three gets you in next year. Yeah. With, I agree. With some of the automatic bids that go in there as well, I would say that you're probably gonna have to be ten and two to to get there next year. Agreed. And in and, and, and hey, even if nine and three did get you in, you're uh you're going on the road to someone that uh, has got a really good football team. Really good football team. Yeah. Yep. All right, uh Got to hit a quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We've got the final segment of the day coming up next. 651-3439. We'll be back. When you're on the go, you can still get the best and sooner coverage on the Sports Talk 1400 app powered by OEC Fiber. OEC Fiber brings you the power of high-speed fiber services right to the front door of your home or business. Find out more at OECFiber.com. Take a walk on the wild side with Brahms' new spicy pimento bacon. Health and Human Services. Final segment of the day, wrapping it up on this Monday, Riverwind Casino and Hotel, bringing you this hour of The Rush. What's one word you would use for today's news and Friday night's news of Bowman and Stutzman coming back? If I could only use one word, I'm going to use the word critical for both these two returning. Oh, I was going to use the word yay. Oh, I thought you were going to use the word huge. Why, 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 U-G-E. Yeah. Oh, man. Critical, I think, is a good one. Um, yeah, here's what's ha- what happened. You stole the best word and then asked the question after that. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> it's half right. I I thought of it 30 seconds before the segment started, and I thought, oh, I, I can give him T-Box here, but he's going to sit there and think about it for 45 seconds. How about I just go first, and maybe he can work off of mine? Because uh, if I would have just a- sprung that on you, it would have been like, oh, God, I, I wouldn't even prepare for this. I got no idea. Man, one word. Mm. Oh, Cherokee that- Sooner says sexy. Yeah. John from yes. Bartlesville says joyous with the Christmas tree emoji. 918 says, hey, guys, you hear Stetsman's coming back? <laughs> uh, I mean, I could say needed. I could say, well, is game changer, is that uh, is that hyphenated? You know Does what? that count? For Just for you, I'll, I'll let it happen. Fan- fantastic from the 865. Blanking yeah. awesome is on here. Jimmy Casper says outstanding. Yeah. Ardmore Sooner says Christmas. Yeah. Uh, okay. Christmas. It is Christmas. Uh, early Christmas present. And you How know about what? That? We had the signs. He dressed up as Santa Claus a couple of Sundays ago. Should yeah. have known he was going to give us a. Uh, a Christmas present this time of the year. Damn it. The signs were there known. the entire time. He's dressed up as Santa, of course. Man. You're going to love this one from the 918. One word to describe coming back. Wiggle, as Mike <laughs> Gundy would say. <laughs> Catalyst, stability. We'll see if I totally messed this one up. Super califragilisticexpialidocious. Yeah, almost got there, but not quite. Cowabunga. I can't read that, um, 405, but that's funny. I would say one word to describe it would be anti-disestablishmentarianism. Mm. 
I like that one. <laughs> Gunny just says awesomeness, but yeah, I like yours. <laughs> oh my gosh, what a day. Um, I'll say this about it. Thankful. I'm thankful that they uh, they Hashtag both came blessed. back. Hashtag blessed for sure. It's a game changer. It's 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 kind of scary to think where we might be without those two guys. So awesome that they're back. Appreciate you guys. Killed it on the text line as always. You drive the show. We're just along for the ride. Let's all go have an ice cold Pacifico. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans. K R E F Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the K 